David Marshall. Hello. Hello, Christine. David, I see you're literally standing up for this recording. Very meta. Well, Christine, it seemed like the right thing to do. <laughs> uh, anybody else feel like I'm already winning this debate? <laughs> Y'all, welcome to WorkCheck, an original podcast from Atlassian, where we debate whether today's workplace practices are still working for us. I'm your host and judge, Christine De La Rosa, and I like my stand-ups like I like my family gossip. Keep it on a need-to-know basis, please. Classy. <laughs> Which brings me to today's debate. Should remote teams ditch the daily stand-up meeting? Today's debaters are Atlassians, Marshall Walker-Lee and David Shaw. So good to see you both. Thanks for joining. Always delighted to be here. Happy to be here too. All right. Before we dive in, let's just define terms. A quote-unquote daily stand-up is a group huddle. It's often held in the morning where teams get together to share progress and get aligned. They're called stand-ups because, you guessed it, everyone is supposed to stand to keep the meeting short. 15 minutes or less. Mm -hmm. While the daily stand-up is originally a ceremony within Agile teams, today we're talking about any team that uses a stand-up practice. Many teams use three questions to run their stand-ups. Pop quiz. Marshall. David. What are those three questions? Oh, oh, pick me, Christine. I know this. I've got it. Nice. <laughs> the questions are, what have you done since we last met? Uh -huh. What are you going to do until our next meeting? And what, if anything, are you blocked by? Check, check, check. Since, David, you're the one to respond, you get five Christine points. Oh, <laughs> My Christine points bank is dreadfully low. I mean, I also keep an invisible leaderboard, but neither here nor there. All right, so, David, welcome officially to the Work Check Debate stage. Thank you, Christine. I'm excited to be here. And not just because this recording is getting me out of my team's daily stand-up meeting, which is happening as we speak. It's a nice little clue there about why you might be arguing why we should ditch the daily stand-up. Tell us, what's your personal connection to this topic? So I've been doing daily stand-ups for about eight years now, continuously. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning, I was actually a big fan. I found in-person stand-ups very energizing. We'd start the day with it, tossing a ball around to each other to decide who goes next. And it left us feeling like, yeah, let's do it. Let's get into the day. Great. But when we shifted to a remote or hybrid model, stand-ups went from being an energy boost to an energy drain. Uh-oh. They happen later in the day. Everyone's on camera, so they're usually sitting. It's really easy to be distracted hmm. and for the stand-up to drag on. It's literally become an example of a meeting that could have been an email. Okay. Coming out swinging. I like it. Marshall, you are arguing why we should keep the daily stand-up practice. What's, what's your experience here? Yeah, so I want to start off with some context setting. I am not an expert in Agile, but I have worked on Agile teams off and on for more than a decade as a team member, as a team leader, and occasionally as a not particularly effective scrum master. <laughs> and in all these years, I've almost always worked on teams with at least one remote team member. And I have seen a ton of value coming from the daily stand-ups. Maybe it's not as energizing as the ball tossing David described that can really only happen in person. But even in a remote and hybrid environment, I think it is extraordinarily valuable to break up your work into weekly or daily chunks, be able to articulate your goals to your team, and have your team hold you responsible. This not only keeps you aligned, but it fosters shared understanding. You really get a sense of your teammates' day-to-day -day work experience, and you can help and support each other more effectively. So I'm happy to be arguing in favor of all stand-ups. 
All right. I, of course, have my own experiences of stand-ups, but I'm here to just listen to the two of you, your guests, and the arguments that you're making. At the end, I'll declare who has moved me over to your side. With that, let's get into the debate. David, please start us off. Thank you, Christine. So one of my big problems with the daily stand-up today is that it's just inefficient. Hmm. For one, it's an interruption. It used to be that stand-up was the first thing in the morning. We'd all start our day with this energizing meeting, then be left to our work for the rest of the day. Now with remote work, we're spread out geographically over many different time zones. So finding a time that suits everyone is a lot harder. Hmm. It's no longer first thing in the morning. It's a few hours into the day. Can't start something big or complex that's going to require deep thought because I know that in half an hour or an hour, the stand-up will come along and interrupt me. And context switching from work to meeting mode has some big productivity costs. A joint report from Cornell University and Catalog from 2021 found that on average, it takes almost 10 minutes to get back into a workflow after context switching. That can really add up. Interesting. David, I did my very best not to interrupt you because I did not want to be an example of what it was like to have to context switch to my questions. But now that I have the floor, I do have a question. Do you think that the stand-up is any more of an interruption than any other meeting? That's a good question, Christine. I think the key word here is daily. No other meeting on my calendar asks that I interrupt my workflow every single day. So I think it's more efficient on the whole if we skip the daily stand-up and only meet on a case-by-case basis. Yeah, I can understand that feeling of interruption, especially if your work needs a lot of deep focus time. But I also think that the remote teams specifically have more flexibility now than they ever had before. So I wonder if they can just design around the stand-up. Marshall, what do you think? So I completely agree that the stand-up meeting, like any meeting, can be an interruption. But if we're going to start triaging meetings from the schedule, this would not be the first one I would kill. I think that stand-ups, again done well, can lead to way more efficiency for teams. The purpose of the stand-up is to bring the team together, to share development surface blockers, to move the work forward. This is a critical meeting when it's done well, and I think that our calendars, or at least mine, are cluttered with meetings that are significantly less critical than the daily stand-up. So if we're worried about being interrupted and we're working on a team with a fairly heavy meeting load, I think we can start somewhere else when we're pruning. I would also suggest that a good daily stand-up actually removes the need to have a lot of ad hoc case-by-case check-ins, or even worse, in my opinion, a bunch of Slack messages that turn into long threads that you end up checking in on throughout the day and maybe responding to a dozen times instead of sharing once for a couple of minutes in the morning or the afternoon. Look, I take your point about Slack threads. Completely agree. More generally, though, I think it's way more efficient to have the odd ad hoc meeting to talk through a blocker in the moment, rather than waiting until the next day to tell my team I've been stuck for a whole day. Mm. Well, I can see how that's true, but the purpose of the stand-up is large-scale alignment across the whole team. And and actually, I think if you encourage people to call a meeting anytime they're experiencing a blocker in the moment, you might end up having a lot more distractions and and a lot more context switching than you would if you simply held the stand-up every day at the same time. This type of coordination eats a lot of our time. 
According to data from Asana from 2022, remoter hybrid employees are spending 58% of their time on work coordination mm. rather than the actual skilled work that they get hired to do. So a stand-up is really just a 15-minute meeting once a day to get most of that coordination done. And uh, this is a good opportunity to introduce my first guest. Matan Talmi is the co-founder and CEO of Spinach.io. His company helps development teams run more effective dev cycles, starting with The Daily Stand-Up. The Daily Stand-Up is kind of like this metronome or, you know, the drum beat on the dragon boat that keeps everyone synced up and helps row together towards a common goal. In my experience, daily stand-ups done right can be a very impactful tool to get the team rowing together towards that goal. Those 15 or 30 minutes could be the best ROI you can get on meeting time. The reason today teams spend so much time on the coordination is because it's critical. It's very important. In the daily stand-up, is a quick and effective way to get that alignment without investing too much time. So I'm, I'm not endorsing the idea of a 30-minute stand-up, but I do love this idea that a stand-up is a way to get the pulse, the heartbeat of your team. It can feel pretty challenging to get a measure of how the team is really feeling about the work, feeling about the way that they're collaborating. And daily stand-ups are a great relatively low stakes way of doing this. You get to see and feel and hear the team culture, the teamwork practices coming to life every day. I really resonate with this, Marshall. And three Christine points for your guest Dragon Boat reference. Yes. I do not think you knew this about me, but I used to compete on a Dragon Boat team, so metaphor really lands for me. Oh, uh, we'll have to talk offline. <laughs> Lucky guess, Marshall. Well, I like thinking of stand-ups as an opportunity to do a vibe check on the team. So not just having alignment on goals, but making sure everyone is feeling aligned every day. And David, for those who don't have wall-to-wall meetings every day, I can sympathize with the idea that a daily stand-up, when not everyone is in the same 9-to-5 schedule anymore, can totally be disruptive. Yeah, I'll add to that. Marshall, I love this picture you're painting of a daily stand-up where we're reflecting our team culture and getting aligned. But in my experience, since daily stand-ups have become remote, it's harder to do this, and they've become a lot more performative. We seem to be going through a set of meaningless updates just to fill the airtime. We've evolved into giving longer updates, you know, perhaps driven by the need to match the person who went before us. I recall working on a, a tricky bug, and it literally took me two and a half days just to figure out where the problem was. So my update for two days was, I'm still working on bug X. Mm. But the person before me had spoken for two minutes, so I thought, well, I should speak for two minutes. <laughs> You're performing productivity, or even worse, competing with your team to see who's been the most productive. Mm, gross. And it turns out I'm not the only person who feels this way. Remote stand-ups are so performative, they've inspired satire. Now's a good time to bring in my guest, Sanjeev NC. He is a product manager and co-founder of supermeme.ai, who makes corporate humor videos, calling out all kinds of performative behavior in stand-ups. Cool. Here's a clip of the stand-up personality he calls the busy looker. <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, can I go first? I have a meeting coming up next. Okay, thanks. So my update is that I have a meeting coming up next. There's the lister. Okay, here are my updates. So I, I sent that email. Uh, I finished that deck. Thank you. 
and uh, i sent one more email and i updated the color and the font uh, on the document so that's two updates <laughs> and i sent one more email wait i'm i'm not done yet <laughs> and then there's the always blocked okay so i'm i'm waiting for a customer to get back to me so i'm blocked on that one and uh, the vendor was supposed to send a quote uh, i haven't received that yet so i'm i'm blocked on that <laughs> and i'm blocked on this other thing because i haven't started working on it yet so i'm kind of blocking myself so so yeah that's that's my update these are two real david <laughs> real power move bringing a comedian to the debate <laughs> yes so i think we've all heard updates similar to that that you know sanji's making excellent fun of there so we got in touch with Sanjeev to ask why he thinks stand-ups have become so performative. So in an asynchronous stand-up, I'm a lot more comfortable just typing out saying, you know what, I'm, today's a light day, just like a couple of uh, emails uh, and things like that. But in a synchronous stand-up, it becomes very hard to put that out there because when you hear yourself saying, it sounds like you're not working on anything. You're, you're whiling away time. So you tend to come up with things, maybe things that you've worked on before, maybe things that, you know, uh, don't take a lot of time, but you're trying to stretch it out to make it look like it's a lot of work. And for that reason, Sanjeev prefers the asynchronous stand-up. Whereas if it's an email or if it's a chat message, you get time to think. You can really like dig deeper and formulate a more accurate response, which is a lot more efficient from a consumer standpoint. Yeah, so I think Sanjeev's sort of given us some examples of where stand-ups can go wrong. And now that we're doing it remote, we seem to have lost that capability to be just naturally ourselves and just do what we need to do. Like when we were all standing in the circle, it was much more honest and genuine. Now that we've removed that from the situation and you're just staring at a screen, it's lost a bit of its magic and I haven't been able to get it back in my team. Oh, I mean, regardless of the outcome of this debate, I'm sorry to hear that, first of all, David. <laughs> I know, it's crushing. Okay, but Marshall... I know that you specifically have been on different teams with many different stand-up practices. So have you ever seen that kind of performativity? Okay, so I have been on some teams in the distant past that developed some bad stand-up habits. Mm. For instance, performing, busyness in the stand-up. But in retrospect, I actually think that that was valuable because daily stand-ups can act as a kind of canary in the coal mine for helping us understand our work culture and whether or not we're aligning with our values. If you're showing up to stand-up and just performing busyness, this is a red flag. This might be a sign that you have a more significant problem affecting your team's entire Agile Practices ecosystem. Oh! Yeah, and it's the job of the Scrum Master and honestly of every single person on the team to squash this mentality, to make sure that we're not just showing up and performing busyness. We need to come to stand-up with honesty and with vulnerability. We, we're here to foster psychological safety for our teammates, Otherwise, it's not just our stand-up, but it's all of our work that is at risk. Well, I, I feel like I have to address Marshall's big red flashing alarm that perhaps my team <laughs> has bigger problems. I'm certainly confident in saying that my team is performing very well outside of the stand-up. So I don't think in this particular incident, it's a sign of, of bigger problems that we need to address. We could just do it asynchronously and get the same sort of value now. Mm -hmm. And we've really struggled to get that value we used to get when we did them in person. Yeah, I'm curious, David. I, I feel like in my experience, the async stand-ups, which, you know, for listeners who aren't familiar with this practice, probably looks something like everybody contributing a couple of lines of text to Slack. Those 
tend to exacerbate the worst qualities of a stand-up. You're not in any way obliged to read other people's stand-up check-ins. Maybe it comes in at a time that you don't even notice, and by the time you get back to the Slack channel, it's buried under 50 other messages. I actually think that good stand-ups do a lot more than provide updates. In fact, they're a great way to level the playing field between managers and individual contributors, between team members at different levels of seniority. Everybody should be showing up to stand up with as much vulnerability and honesty as they can muster. And when leaders are forced to participate and make their own work visible, it encourages a tremendous amount of psychological safety and a feeling of connectedness amongst the team members. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is a great time for me to introduce my second guest, Kate Sullivan. She's the head of legal at EasyJet in the UK, and she's been using Agile and stand-ups for over a decade with legal teams. A great thing to bring to this whole process is a bit of vulnerability, especially if you're the senior person in a senior position and being able to openly say at a stand up, I said I was going to do this yesterday, but actually I didn't. My whole week's been messed up. It'd be good if I planned for this a little bit better next week. It gives permission for the rest of your team to be able to do that as well. Yeah, and asynchronous stand-ups don't let you have that connection. And they definitely don't let you have the vulnerability that Kate appreciates about the sync stand-ups. So we experimented with having a daily document that would basically run like the conversation of a stand-up. That was a dreadful idea. We all hated it. It was extra admin and a pain in the butt. And also, it didn't go at all with the key tenets of the Agile Manifesto, which is valuing people and relationships and interactions over documents. So that was a terrible idea. Yes, so the daily stand-up atomizes a lot of the critical challenges that all teams face. We, we need to be able to work closely together in a high-trust environment and still perform at a very high level. And the stand-up is a chance to come together to get a little bit better at doing all of that every single day. Yeah. And I look, I definitely agree, particularly as a senior engineer, that you've got to be prepared to put your hand up when you've made a mistake or you're, you're underprepared so that juniors can learn, oh, actually, hey, that's okay to do that. But I feel that the stand-up setting doesn't necessarily encourage that or make that possible because you're there to report progress. And if you haven't got any or if you made a mistake, that it can be really hard to do that. Mm. Yeah, that's a really interesting point of view. I I don't know that I would describe the, the purpose of the stand-up as reporting progress. I think of the stand-up as an opportunity every day to make sure, number one, that we're all rowing in the same direction, to give people a chance to pause and inspect what they've been planning to accomplish and what they think they're actually going to be able to accomplish. And then as a senior person, as a lead, to give myself an opportunity to remove any blockers that get brought to the surface. Yeah, I hadn't thought about stand-ups as a tool for developing new team members, but that totally makes sense. And with that, it is now time to move on to our final thoughts. Marshall, why don't you start us off? Okay, so as somebody who is just sort of constitutionally opposed to dogmatic thinking, (laughs) I think there are a lot of opportunities to bring an agile mindset to the way that we do our stand-ups and maybe to expand the possibilities of what a stand-up can be. 
I'll give you just a couple examples. I've been on teams where we did our daily stand-up first thing in the morning, which is very traditional. Mm -hmm. I've been on other teams where we did our daily stand-up at the end of the day because it was the best thing for the team. So there's a lot of ways that we can evolve the stand-up to meet the needs of hybrid and remote teams. Um, But I think we're making a big mistake if we throw the baby out with the bathwater here and say that, you know, the way that stand-ups were originally designed to be run, the traditional way of doing it isn't a great fit for this new way of working. So we're just going to stop altogether. No, that's a great point. But I guess the question is, can we evolve the practice to make it valuable enough to keep it on the calendar every day? Hmm. David, what do you think? Is evolving it a lost cause? What are your last thoughts? Look, I completely agree with Marshall's point that if if something's not working, we need to evolve it rather than just throw it away. Hmm. I guess my point is, you know, we've had two and a half years now of remote stand-ups and we've been trying different things to, to make it better, to work on it. And so far, we haven't succeeded. It's not to say we won't, but I feel like we've had a long time to try and address these issues. I think there's some things that are very hard to overcome. I think the in-person communication where we can pick up on all those subtle body language signals and all of that, is it's just harder over Zoom. But I think I'm at the point where I think after all this time, if we haven't figured it out, it's quite possible that remote stand-ups are not working simply because we cannot overcome the difficulties of that format. And maybe we need something else. You know, this has been a really tough deliberation because it comes down to how you run your stand-ups. I'm hearing from you loud and clear, David. We need to keep working on how stand-ups are run. But ultimately, I think that if we're looking at the purpose of the daily stand-up, it's to get aligned. And for that reason, I think we still need a synchronous Mm stand-up, and I don't think the asynchronous version does the same thing. Uh So, for those reasons, Marshall, you are the winner of today's debate. All right, I'm doing it, Christine. I'm standing up. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. Uh, Still very polite. I'm furious on the inside. Mm -hmm. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) For anyone else that wants to dig into the details of this episode, you can see the transcript and more at atlassian.com slash blog. And until next time, I'm Christine De La Rosa, and this is WorkCheck an original podcast from Atlassian.